and welcome to episode 13 of Control Alt Deplete. I think it's number 13, pretty sure. Yeah, Lucky number 13. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> we are here to talk more about World of Warcraft. I am one of your hosts, Buck Blind, and on the right side of the screen is Mr. Bioshock, the other host. Yo, what's up? How you doing this week, Bio? Good, you know, I have a better sleep schedule now, so I'm doing good. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, um, just play WoW, test a lot of stuff before I get into the new content. Still gotta do that, but I figured I'd do that with you this weekend. Yep, yep. Yeah, so I, I haven't really been doing too much, just, you know, just living. Right, right. Been uh, enjoying spring break. Kiddos are at home, the oldest one's at home, wife's been at home. Took took oldest to the children's museum yesterday. That was fun. Playing yeah, a lot of Minecraft stuff with them. So he's been that having a good said, spring break. Yeah, the picture you said of that Minecraft thing was really cool. Yeah, no, the Minecraft exhibit was really good. They did a good job with it. I was pretty impressed with it. Uh, yeah. They had all sorts of different like statues and stuff. And right. They had a bunch of different also like builds like almost like Lego type builds, but like dioramas or something like that. I don't know exactly what they are, but. Some yeah. cool stuff there. They had a lot of neat little things to do. So he enjoyed it a lot. He had a blast. Yeah, it's good. So, all right. So what do we have to talk about today? You lead the way. You got the notes open. I don't. So. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just going to kind of briefly go over 10.0.7 and right, right. kind of cover a few of the things that I know. Um, and then talk probably a little bit more about 10.1 because there's more content to talk about in 10.1 right. than for 0.7. But, um, and real yeah. quick, real quick, I want to yeah. cover, I want to go ahead and cover what I know about 10.0.7. Okay. Which is? Don't say it, don't say it. Alright, that's it. That's all I know. <laughs> what, what about rats? I, I mean, that's nothing. I don't know anything. Oh, I know I nothing about it. I haven't done anything. <laughs> I haven't touched it. I've barely read up on it. Uh, it released, what, Tuesday, I think it was? Or at least earlier this week, right? Yeah. So that's about all I know. Uh, there's a new zone. Rhett Pallies are OP. And that's yes. about that's about it. <laughs> yeah, so if you're not doing PvP or PvE content right now, Rhett is the top dog. It's the best in PvE. It's the best in PvP. Uh, I actually was playing Holy Death Knight, which I've quite a high rating experience on 2400 and I was playing with a warrior that was totally random during a skirmish so just me and him versus one retribution paladin probably killed both of us so that, <laughs> that, that, that kind of sucked <laughs> it happens like, I, I was like come on like really like, it was just so hard to hurt to hit it was just crazy but yeah so I heard somewhere from a streamer that uh, apparently the ret retribution player base went up 400% in a couple days <laughs> Nice. Like if that's not like a slap in the face, like go on, like. But some light in this tunnel. Uh, they're getting nerfed. Looks like probably this next patch. Awesome. Um, getting rid of that, some of their defensives, a little bit of their damage, get tweaked a little bit. But, but I think, yeah, I think that I think that nerf is this is uh this weekly reset. Yeah, so that's what you can tell. Yeah. So the right rework is it's good, it's fun, and I I don't see it not being fun. Because it's not going to change. I don't know too many damage. Right, damage. yes. But if you like the playstyle, you're going to like Retribution. It's not that it's going to be bad. It's going to be fine. It's just 
not gonna be as broken. Yeah. Um, I yeah, so. I'm not sure what all is different with it. I haven't played it since the rework. Um, I don't know. Did you play it at all since the rework? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of it? It was insane. Like, um, not necessarily I, a damage standpoint, but just like the play style. What did you think of the play style compared oh, to what it so used fun. to be? Nice. It was so fun. Yeah. I I I was thinking about playing it, but then like, I, I don't want to join the hype train, man. <laughs> I I was like I actually was playing it for a little bit and like just put this in perspective I'm very geared on my on my paladin uh, full honor gear nothing conquest and so I was hitting people for 150k yeah and I have like I'm like way I'm like under geared compared to the rats where they're hitting like 200k hits it's just it's just not it's not cool it's too high <laughs> so I'm I'm it actually made me kind of frustrated when I lost that 2v1. Not, maybe because I suck, but um, <laughs> it's just a discouraging. Uh, I'm not doing PvP until this red skin nerfs. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how they pan out next uh, week after the reset. Like, the damage can be tweaked a little bit. That'd be fine with me. The thing that was really hard is that they're, they're, you can't kill them. They're, they're insanely tanky. They right, have a one I, minute. They have a one minute cooldown on a wall. They can use wall stun. Right, and it seemed like from reading through the nerfs, uh, the damage is getting nerfed a little bit. There's also Just a couple a parts where bit. the damage is getting buffed slightly. Yeah, um, yeah JV's damage getting get buffed when targets are stunned. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but mainly the the healing seems like it's getting nerfed a lot. Like it was about 35 40 yeah. percent nerfs to the nerf to the to the healing. So yeah, I think that should help needed. with that then. Yeah. Like, I don't mind some classes doing, like, insanely high damage if they're squishy. But when you have, like, the, the mixture of, like, being like, one of the tankiest classes in the game at the, at the moment, with the right. classes most damage. And the, and another thing is that they made the, the Avenging Wrath a one-minute cooldown. I don't know if you knew what that ability <laughs> no. is, but... I know the ability. I didn't know it was a one-minute cooldown now. Yeah, it went from two to one. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's normally a two-minute cooldown. So one minute cooldown on that ability is insane. Cause it's Absolutely, really yeah. Strong. It's like a wings for every go they have possible. It's kind of crazy, but right. Um, so yeah, the rework's coming. No, not the rework. The broke the the nerf is coming to the rework finally. It's only been like three days. I'm still like upset with it. Yeah, it's um, literally, literally the first week it's been out, and you're like, I need to nerf it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like I told you earlier today. Rep pallies have been bottom of the barrel for like five years now. Give them a week, okay? Give them a week. <laughs> they, they've uh, yeah, earned a week to be OP. But uh, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, I do feel yeah. like rep pally is one of the least played classes and specs yeah. in the game. Uh, I feel like it's. Yeah, well, I feel like like Ret Pally and Feral Druid, I feel like have always been very low play. Now, Feral Druid got a lot more play this expansion, I think. Yes, um, it did, yeah. Um, and then uh, you always we're playing, we're playing you the beta, and that's when my Feral Druid did pretty good. Right, yeah, and you always have the diehard people who just like Druid and they love Kitty yes. Druid, so they want Feral Druid. Yeah, I don't yeah. feel like I don't feel like you really have that same level of diehard ret pallies um i just don't feel like like i understand wanting to play a kitty because kitty druid because feral druid is different than any other class 
But yeah, Rhett Pally, I mean, but like girl. Rhett Pally doesn't feel special or different from any other melee class, and it did no. never did much damage. So I, I just don't feel like you had that same diehard fan base that Feral Druid had. Um, yeah. And you, on top of that, were still bottom of the barrel all the time. So yeah, I, yeah. I think it's fine if 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 Rhett Pally is. Now, obviously, I don't want you know they shouldn't be OP like they are right now. But I, I would love to see Rep Pallies get a time, get some time in the sun, you know, for the rest of this patch. Maybe part of the next patch being the top ten, as far as damage goes, you know, top top five, top ten. I'd be fine with that. And give them a chance to shine finally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's it's always fun to play the the new class. Even if it's just a rework. It's like it's kind of like a new class. Right. And the fact that it's just this strong is like. I could go to any melee or top popular PvP streamer yesterday, especially where they were not playing Red Paladin or with a Red Paladin. Well, and, and I mean, so part of that is going to be the OPness. Um, if yeah. they if they have a Paladin that is already somewhat you know decent in that, they're going to play it so that they can keep their rating and stuff really high and whatever. Yep. Um, yep. Part of it's also just the newness. People want to try it out, so that's going to be part of that. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll see what it looks like again next week. Honestly, even, you know, check tomorrow or Sunday, Monday when it's getting close to the reset. See if they're still playing those. Um, I, I, I totally understand the first two or three days. I would expect almost every PvP or PvE or even to be if, if they've got a Paladin that is somewhat geared, they're going to test it out to see what it's like. It's the new thing. It's yeah. the new rework. They want to test it out. So I get that. Um yeah, and then also, you know, a lot of those streamers, they're going to play whatever. It doesn't matter what, what, what class it is, what spec it is. If it's the top spec they're, at the moment, they're going to play that. That's what they're going to play. Um, yeah. So, you know, obviously you don't want to see it completely unbalanced like it is at the moment. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what it looks like next week. I'm sure that number will drop a bit. You'll see more yeah. diversity in there. But yeah. Um, I right, move on just a little bit with that new zone. Me and you both have not been there yet. Yep. Yep. But what is it called? There, uh, it's the Forbidden Reach. Forbidden Reach. Yes, that's right. That's where the the Jackthier start, correct? Yes. So everyone else is going back there. Nice. So it's called the Forbidden yeah, the Forbidden Reach. Yeah, you're going back there. Nice. Yeah. My guess is you and I will probably end up going there tomorrow. Yeah. I guess, because, yeah, we should be able to get going tomorrow on that um, and get try that out, find out, and then next week we will cover more of what that is like, talk about, you know, what we've got going, what we did there, what that what that experience was like. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what to expect, so. <laughs> I, I heard some good things, you know, the island's not very, not very big, so it's easy to interact with stuff. Rare right. Give a lot of good gear to, to uh, re-catch up on. 385, pretty cool. Yep, I know there's um, some new dragon riding glyphs, and you, I feel like yes. you just mentioned it, there's some rares as well there. Yeah, there's some rares to drop the, uh, the, the catch up gear out the awesome. part of the concern is that kind of stuff, so. Nice. That's nice to get to 385, it's much needed. Absolutely, um, yep. Yes, um, but the most important thing of the new zone is the new ring. Um, my understanding for most classes is adding about 5%, I don't know, 5k more DPS. Like, hmm. 5k is a ton. 
That's, that's a huge number, 5K. Um, but for some classes, it doesn't do very well because of stat-wise, stat you know? Gotcha. So uh, for some classes, they use it. Well, I think all classes use it, but it's just stronger on some more than others, unfortunately. Um, actually, you might, might recognize this. You remember in the Mechagon, the, the trinket you can put the cogs in or whatever, in the stats? Yes. The ring's very similar to that. You put stuff in the ring. Gotcha. Uh, oh, yeah. Is it is it the, uh, uh, what are they called? Primordial Essence or something? Is that what goes in I there? Think, I think so, yes. See, I've been seeing all sorts of uh, news on that in Discord. And I the, just the other day, I was like, I was reading around, you know, Blizzard just put a blue post about uh, tuning for the primordial gems or whatever they were called. And I, I remember I looked at it and I go, Oh, I'm glad they're tuning that. And then I go, wait, what are those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. And, and yeah, so I was like, we'll have to look into that. And then it made me feel like yeah. I'm completely out of touch at the moment because I haven't been playing for a, a month or two now. Yeah. But uh, now nah, we'll get caught up. That's going to be the goal for tomorrow and next week for me and myself to get caught up on all the... Uh, the new things and whatnot. Yeah, same. Like, I've been playing, but I've been kind of holding off the new zone to do with you. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, moving forward a little bit then, we got the uh, last part of the point seven that I have written down so far is the Twitch drop. Yes. So, you want to talk about that? Absolutely. Let's uh, get done yawning because I'm tired because my sleep schedule is all sorts of messed up right now. Um... <laughs> uh -huh. So yes, yeah, so right now, uh, I think, I, I don't remember if I mentioned it last week or if I forgot to, but uh, they've got a Twitch drop. It is the Disco Toy. Uh, so if you watch four hours of a somebody streaming World of Warcraft, um, it can be multiple streamers, whatever, uh, but you gotta watch four hours of streamers that have Twitch drops enabled and are eligible for that. You can watch four hours, eat your Disco Toy, uh, I currently am at 72% of that. I don't know how I'm not at more of that, because I thought I watched your stream for, like, six hours last week. Uh, but <laughs> apparently not. Uh, anyway, that is going on until April 3rd at 3 a.m. Eastern Time. So that's going to be midnight Pacific Time on April 2nd and April 3rd when we change over. So you've got another week, week and a half to uh, get that if you haven't already. So head over yeah. to Twitch, watch somebody streaming some WoW. Uh, my man Bioshock was streaming last week, or earlier this week. He is eligible, yep. so if he's out, he's up streaming, you can check out his stream, get your toy. Yep. Uh, four hours of watching it. Pretty simple. So, I have a issue. Yes. Um, I claimed the Disco toy three days ago, but I don't have a game yet, so... I know it. sometimes that takes time. Um, yeah, I remember the Feldrick took like a day. Yeah, it took like a day. Three days. Um, Not that it was huge for me, it's just a toy, but... Yeah, I, I mean, it, it should it. be in there. It, you might just check on your Twitch. Did You you already claimed it in your Twitch account and stuff, right? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, I would maybe just double check on that, see if you still need to claim it. Did it give you a code? Because it might have been that it gives you a code. Because I think the last time I got a toy, it didn't actually like put the toy in my inventory. It just gave me a code to redeem from Blizzard. And then once yeah, I put that know. code in, 
Uh, no, it's like on the Twitch page. I don't know. We we can go over it after oh, the podcast. Yeah, it was just like a code that you put on the like a promo code that you would put in uh, for on the Blizzard site to receive it. Right. But I, I don't know because I'm only seventy two percent, so I haven't gotten it yet. So we'll uh, see. All right. Yeah, I'll figure that out later. Uh, but yeah. So go over to Twitch, get your uh, disco toy. Yes. I what else you got? Okay, I don't have anything else for point seven. If you want to move on, or have anything else you want to talk about with point seven? Let's move on. Yeah, I don't. You All know right. more about point seven than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, point ten point one, probably coming about what two months, two and a half months. I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I would. I would say. That. I would say just either two months or just a hair under two months. I would say. Yeah, a month and a half to two months. Yeah, yeah probably about nine to ten weeks away. Yeah. Um, so, cross-faction guilds are coming this patch. Yeah. Which is nice. Is, yes, my that's excellent. Is, my question is, can you finally do normal, cute content with the other faction? If you have cross-faction guilds, say, and I have a horde tune, I don't have a sand, I have a lion's tune, and you have a horde tune, we, can we queue up for a battleground together or no? Because right now, cross-faction can't you can party up but you can't queue for things yeah it would have to be like a rated battleground as of right now i yeah. don't know the answer to that yet i um, feel like they would have to yeah i so i feel like if you're gonna have cross-faction guilds it just depends to what extent they're having cross-faction yeah. guilds so yeah. does it mean because because bare minimum what i would expect a cross-faction guild to mean is that one uh, Horde or Alliance, doesn't matter if you're in the guild, you all can see the same guild chat. Uh, whereas yes. right now, you can't. Uh, not without the aid of certain add-ons. Uh, right. Two, if you have seven Horde players and five Alliance players, that would count as 12 guild members in the raid towards your making it a guild raid. Um, so like right. normally you have to have, you know, 12 out of 15 would have to be a guild members so i would imagine yeah. that that number would count whether you're alliance or horde um outside of that i yeah i don't know if it's still going to keep you from being able to queue up for dungeons and stuff for normal dungeons obviously even now cross faction mythic plus and and stuff like that cross faction raid any kind of pre-made group i i uh content any kind of pre-made group content you can still do now even with cross-faction yeah with the, I, I don't know if the cross-faction guild is going to change that with the queues it would be nice but i also don't see that as something that has to happen for them to call it cross-faction i think the only two yeah. things that have to happen for them to be able to say we have cross-faction guilds is you have to everyone has to be able to see the guild chat whether they're horde or alliance and then you have to count towards any kind of guild achievements regardless of Horde or Alliance. Those are the only two yep. things that I see in my mind. If you if, if Blizzard doesn't make those two things happen, you don't have cross-faction guilds. Yep. Uh, so uh, as far as the looking for group, I don't know. Um, I would love it if they did because that'd be great because I think it, you shouldn't... You know, I, if, if 
you're helping your friend level, you shouldn't have to be the same faction to queue up for dungeons. If you're you know, if you're leveling yeah. as Alliance and I'm leveling as Horde, we shouldn't have to be, you know, we should be able to still queue up. I understand we wouldn't be able to quest together, but I think if you want to do dungeons together, it shouldn't stop you. Yeah. Um, or, honestly, it could even work where if you want to level together, it could work something similar to Party Sync where... Okay, you're Alliance, I'm Horde, you turn Party Sync on, now I am able to do... I, I show up to everyone else as either a non-combative Horde member, or a, or I, I show up as an Alliance member to everyone else, and then I can do your Alliance quest with you, and gain XP yeah. and everything for it. I mean, if you could do it with Party Sync, I don't see any reason you can't do that with Factions. Like, I mean, you could take me and make me be from level 70 to drop down to level 10 and take away all my abilities above level 10. Why can't you just change my my faction yeah. <laughs> as well? Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. That's kind of my opinion on it. I don't see any reason why there needs to be any restriction outside of technology. But I, 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 I feel like we have to have the technology. To be able to do that, I don't. I don't see Blizzard not being able to pull that off technologically, uh, but yeah. maybe not. I don't know. It, it seems like a pretty simple change, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. Um. All right. So next is Shadow Priest rework coming in point one. So I don't know if you've seen much about the news. They're uh, kind of tweaking it weekly at this point right but you got some of the abilities got rid of they get rid of mindseer which is like their aoe ability hmm that's weird so, yeah i don't know if i agree with that but they put all of your aoe damage into shadow crash and psychic blink i think where okay. so so uh shadow crash applies bt and shower paint both and uh up to eight targets and then your mind blast will cleave everyone you hit with those dots, but for 60% of the mind blast damage. Okay. So, and their and their mind save will hit multiple people, and void turn, void turn will hit multiple people. This is more of a cleave, cleaving without using mind seer. Hmm. Um. So I mean, like I said, it's going to change like weekly. They're tuning damage, they're tuning right uh, when town points are are picked up the tree and stuff like that. So. Yeah, so I it's gonna it's gonna come it doesn't really caught my attention not that much. Yeah. I, well it'll be interesting that. it'll be interesting to see what all they do with it. I mean we're still pretty early in the PTR for ten point one. So there's yeah. going to be a lot of changes, especially if they're reworking the class. Yeah. Um one thing that I will say when it comes to reworking classes, um, even though Rep Pally is OP as can be right now. It was one of those things earlier, I was kind of thinking to myself, you know, I was like, man, this is why they should not do all this major class changes and stuff in the middle of the expansion. But yet, they should. They should be doing the changes. Like, because in the yeah. past, in the past, it's been, okay, this class is long. broken. All right, well, we'll fix it next expansion. Like, or this class yeah. is terrible, not fun to play, the play style is awful. Okay, well, we'll buff it. But the playstyle is still going to be boring or not fun or overly complicated and not fun. 
and it's now a lot stronger, but it's still not a fun class to play. And yeah. they don't, they didn't ever, they've never really addressed that outside of expansion to expansion. So yeah. while it can be annoying that you have this week where Ret Pally is just obliterating everything and unkillable in PvP, it is good that they are looking at, okay, people didn't like the way this class played during this, you know, the first half of patch one. So let's change it and not wait two years to fix it. Um, yeah, because I think so far, I mean, we've seen major uh, druid reworks, we've seen major yep. um, paladin reworks, and major shadow priest reworks. I I, don't, I might be missing one somewhere in there as well. I, I don't know, but we've seen no. several. We've seen several major reworks to classes, and we're not even through season one yet. Yep. So I mean, it's it's good right. that they're looking at this, and they're not just going. Well, sorry we screwed up your class. Uh, we'll fix it in a couple years. <laughs> you know? Um, like, for example, like classes that were broken for so long and didn't get touched was Destralock and Survival Hunter in the last season of Shadowlands. Yeah. Well, I'm not even talking just, like, a season to season. For the most part, like, that really was mainly tuning changes more than anything, not, like, the class play. They were just OP. Um, yeah. But, like, what we're... What I'm talking about is, like, the class just plain isn't fun to play. And it's not a fun class. It's either either too complicated or too boring. And they just would they wouldn't do anything with it. They would tune it a little bit here and there, but they wouldn't actually fix the playstyle issues. Yeah. Um, and so you know whether it was boring or too complicated, it stayed that way for an entire expansion. And then you would hope that they would rework it. They did. They they reworked most classes each expansion. Yeah. Um. But yeah, not just a tuning thing, but like actually go through and completely say, "Hey, this class doesn't work the way this that it is set up right now. It's just not a good way to play. So let's change yeah. it." Um, and I think it's 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 a fine line because you know you have you're gonna have issues when you're addressing it that quickly. You're gonna have issues. You're gonna have a lot of the bugs that we've seen. I know Warlock had some massive bugs at the start of the week that were making them super OP and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So it. It's a give and take. You're going to have, you know, when when they're pushing all this out quickly, it's a give and take. You're going to get major changes quickly, but then you're also going to have major issues like Rep Halley being super OP and yeah. big bugs with the Destro Lock that made them OP. Um, so, you know, it can kind of make, uh, make it take a little longer to get things to settle down, but I still think it's probably better then the alternative is saying, well, sorry, the class sucks. Uh, we'll fix it next expansion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, going on to the second, in point one, season two is coming out. Yep. So, uh, a couple things we're going to go over real quick, and we can dive into each one, is that there's new tier sets. Yes. Um, yep. And tier bonuses. And there's a new dungeon pool coming. And so like that, so I'm going to go over and say, uh, have you seen all the, the, the sets, the, the appearances? Alright, and we're back after some technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes, what I had asked you, I was uh, curious, have they changed any of the tier set appearances? Or are they sticking with the same, the original designs that they had? Or what's going on with so, those? So, um, the sets are not changing, the only thing that changes is the color. 
Now, is gotcha. it a good thing and a bad thing? Because the good thing is they put more work into all the sets and uh, they all look pretty good. Whereas previous seasons, other than the Demon Hunter, set, <laughs> the, yeah, the Elite set in PvP or the Mythic set in PvE changed the actual set in the way it looked, but not in this expansion. This expansion is just the color changes. That's good. So, yeah. I. I, I like personally having like the mythic or the elite set be very different from the original gear, because it's like it actually stands out as opposed to just a different color. But like I said, the good thing with that is they put a lot more work into the set. I think in general, it makes them all right. look good. Yeah, I but, I think because I know we talked about it last week a little bit in the podcast. Um, yeah. But the tier sets, like the the the, the appearances on most of them, are not bad at all. Uh, the yeah. priest one, I know we said the priest one is absolutely amazing looking. Uh, it's the best set. Yeah, the priest one looks fantastic. Uh, it was really well done. The, uh, uh, the, there, were, there were a lot of them that I thought were either good and really or really good. And then there's the priest yeah. one, which is just absolutely amazing off the chart. Uh, and then there were a couple that I thought those look kind of terrible. Um, there, there were just a couple I was like, eh, they're not really that great. And then there's the Demon Hunter one, which my personal opinion is the Demon Hunter one looks like something I would expect to get like on a starter character. Like, like it, it, it just doesn't look good to me. I, I feel like literally I look at the gear and I go, oh, isn't that the gear that I got when I created the character? That's what it looks like to me. Um, I, I felt it looks really terrible. Uh, I think they could have done yeah. a much better job with Demon Hunter. Um, right. I don't I don't know who designed what, but uh, if it was different people designing it, I wish we had gotten the person who designed the priest one that designed the demon hunter. <laughs> yeah. But uh Yeah. You know, and it's not to disparage the uh the workers at Blizzard. I know they they've put a lot of work in that stuff. I just think Demon Hunter one, I think maybe uh they could have gone a different direction on it. Uh, it looked very yeah. basic. Yeah. Um, and on the topic of the new tier, the new tier set bonuses. Yes, um, yes, very excited with some of these. So, now they might, two of them might be different than a lot of them, but there seems like a lot of two sets are pretty similar between most classes. Not like all of them, but like some have like AoE baked into like their two set or their four set. And I feel like these other classes have that. Um, because I know. Uh, Volker of uh, Devastation Volker has something like that, and then uh, Frost Mage has something like that, and that makes it like their flurry explode or whatever. And there's some other class of like kind of kind of similar. Like, I'm not saying they're all the same, but um, I don't think for some classes the tiers that monsters would be great, or some of the, for other classes would be really good. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, I think yeah. I think what I noticed is it seems like more so than season one for sure. It feels yeah. like a lot of the two set bonuses are tied into the four set bonus as well. Yeah, um, and we had that with some of the classes in season one, but I also feel like there were some classes where it was like two set bonus. Your blah blah your ability X and Y do ten percent more damage, and then four set bonus completely something has absolutely nothing to do with that original bonus ability is something completely different which i mean i 
it just depends on how it's set up. It can be fine to do it that way, yeah. but I think it's more impactful and powerful if they're right. tied in. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's a big key. If you want something to be strong, give yourself a two-set bonus that does X, Y, and Z, and then make your four-set bonus do something that buffs X, Y, and Z. <laughs> you know, that makes that, makes that, you know, whether it be... X, Y, and Z now have AOE abilities, or X, Y, and Z now have a higher crit chance, or a higher proc chance, and then now the second bonus increases the damage by 10, 20%, whatever, which, from what I've seen, a lot of them seem to be the reverse of that. It's the two set increases the X, Y, and Z damage by 10%, 20%, and then the four set increases the amount of times you're able to use that ability. Um, but yeah. no, I agree, I agree with what you're saying. I think a lot of them are kind of similarly built, um, to where it is, it feels like the two set is increasing damage, whether it's AOE or adding, making something become AOE, and the four set seems to be where it's making that ability happen more often. Yeah, um, which I'm fine with that. We'll see how it all plays out. Uh, I'm sure we'll end up with certain tier set bonuses being super OP and getting nerfed to the ground within the first couple of weeks, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, sure. I know. I'm very excited about the Vengeance Team Hunter one. I like it a lot. Um, still not as good as the uh, tier set bonus we had at the end of uh, Shadowlands. I don't. I don't know <laughs> that we'll ever get as good of a tier set bonus as Shadowlands was. I'm gonna break something up. that's gonna cause you some PTSD. What uh, BFA? Uh, is that void ability? Void eruption. Void eruption. <laughs> yes, Twi Twilight Devastation and Void Twilight Eruption. Yeah, Twilight Devastation. That's it. Yeah, you yeah. were doing like you were doing like more DPS than everybody is a tank. Well, I remember so like when, every pull. so <laughs> so the very first week that that stuff was out, I got yeah. Void Eruption rank three, uh, okay. which Void Eruption basically just you would you would build up a certain number of stacks and then it would start. And, and when it happened was was an RNG factor. Um, so I might get to 10 stacks and then it would happen, or it might get to 30 stacks and it would happen. And then however many stacks yeah. you're at, when it would finally proc, every stack, you would lose one stack every second, or every two seconds. I can't remember what it was. Either one second or two seconds. And you would yeah. pulse for, for rank three, it was 6% of your maximum health. You would pulse yeah. for that amount of AoE damage to everything around you. Yeah. And when you're a demon hunter, demon hunters already have way more health than most tanks anyway. And I was my damage went just just from that one ability, that one passive proccing thing. There was nothing you had to do to make it happen, and it was a consistent damage too because it happened on almost every single pull. My damage went from being 30k DPS to being 50k DPS. This thing was an yeah. 80 percent increase in DPS. Like, yeah. it was absurd. Um, yeah. Now, that got nerfed very quickly. That lasted for, like, two weeks, I think, and they nerfed it, um, and rightfully so, because that was super yeah. OP. I was. I was out DPSing every DPS. Uh, but, yeah, then Twilight Devastation. Twilight Devastation was a love and a hate relationship for uh, tanks, because, yeah. obviously, when it procced, and for anybody, anybody, when it procced, it was amazing. That was a fun fantastic when it procced ability it was you hit for so hard uh the downside <laughs> was that if you were a tank and you jump into a pool 
and the DPS procs theirs before you proc yours. Uh, guess you got all the threat. Not the tank. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Tech. Uh, I know. Tech and Moku and Lynch would die all the time because they would jump in. I know. Tech. One time, I remember very specifically. He threw a glaive toss. A glaive toss. <laughs> the weakest ability a demon hunter has, and it proc Twilight Dev, and he pulled every bit of threat and got insta killed. <laughs> and all he did was a glaive toss. Uh, yeah, no, stuff like that would happen, which, you know, it was fun, though. I missed Twilight yeah. Devastation. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, no, I, I loved the Twilight Corruption stuff, the Corrupted Armor. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that a lot. I know it wasn't super popular with everybody, but I, I think it was a lot of fun for me, personally. Yeah. Okay, um, moving, moving on, do you have any specific te- uh, new tier bonuses to set that you said you, you like the most, or just, or just Vengeance? I mean, the main one I've looked at is Vengeance. Um, the It's hard for me to look at the other sets and go, oh, that's going to be awesome, just because I don't know a lot of the other classes nearly as well as i do vengeance um i i I think i remember uh remember i think the brewmaster one i looked at and i thought that one looked pretty good um i mean some of the tank ones uh, i was i was happy with i think i don't i didn't see anything that was like oh that's a terrible bonus i think they're all fine um yeah, but uh, I'm I'm hoping that the prot warrior one is a bit better than what it was because the prot warrior set bonus is kind of boring for season one. Yeah. The uh, I know for season two, feral druid's uh, set bonus is really bland. Yeah, so, I, was say, I, I so, think it's it's one of the uh, things I do think they tried they went different a different route on. I know for season one, most of the set bonuses were only a small increase in damage, at least were supposed to be. Um, yeah. And I think season two, they're, they just kind of threw that out the window. Uh, I think some of these set bonuses, you're going to see massive increases on on damage and DPS and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I know, like, for example, the Feral one is, like, every time they auto-attack, there's a 25% chance to get 1% agility. And you get to, like, 5, and it will reset to 2. So you're getting, like, hmm. 2 to 5% agility. So it's kind of small. Yeah, that doesn't seem like super big. I forgot the four set was. The four set was like not the best either. It's not well, it was terrible, but the that two set was not very good. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> okay. Uh. So with the new pat, new season coming in like two months ish, we got new dungeon pool coming. Yes. Which is uh. We got Freehold, Neltharian's Lair. Um, we've got uh, Neltharis. Brackenhide. Yep, Brackenhide Hollow. Um, Freehold. We've got... What was the other one we're getting? Pull it up right now. Uh, Freehold, Neltharian's Lair. Underrot. Um, and then... Yeah, so is there uh, one from Wad, or is it from? Mod? Uh, we got uh, was a Vortex Pinnacle. Yes, Vortex Pinnacle. That's from Mod. Vor- yeah. We have Vortex Pinnacle. That's from Cataclysm. Oh, it is Cataclysm. Yeah, Vortex and Cataclysm. Yeah. Underrot from BFA, Freehold from BFA, and the Thrones Lair from Legion. Yep. And then we have uh, 
Halls of Fusion, Brackenhead Hollow, Old One Legacy of Tear, and Noththeris. And then the four ones I just listed. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to uh, Brackenhide Hollow. I don't think will be a will be very fun right off the bat. It depends on what the tuning yeah. is. Um, yeah. And then also, I really am not looking forward to Halls of Infusion. Uh, just from running that dungeon on Mythic Zero. Right. Um, it feels like a dungeon where you're going to need three melee or a shaman. You're going to need lots of interrupts, lots of stuns, and it's going to be important that people get them off correctly. Because uh, otherwise yeah. that dungeon is going to be really, really rough. Um, yeah. That's kind of just my opinion on that particular one. I think the rest of them... Uh, I think Neltheris, Neltheran's Lair, Neltheris, whatever it's called. Um, that one I don't think is going to be too bad. And I don't think any of the old dungeons that are bringing back, I, think any, I don't think any of those are going to be too rough. I think they'll all be pretty decent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Freehold, of course, is the best dungeon ever made. Uh, so... brings to my next question. What's your favorite dungeon coming? <laughs> so here's Freehold! I'm looking... If I had to pick between... If, okay, put it this way. Pick between one of the first four and one of the second four. So, like, uh, you pick Freehold, which your Dragonflight Season 2 dungeon that you like out of the four of those. Um... I think, personally... I mean, it's hard to say without having done them on Mythic Plus, but from a Mythic Zero perspective, I would say that I would have to go... Probably... Aldemon or or uh, the Neltheris. Oh, you like Neltheris? Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I don't like halls. I don't like halls at all. I think halls is going to be a bad time. Uh, <laughs> like I, the I'm, dungeon itself is fine, but I think it's going to be a bad time in Mythic Plus, man. I don't know. I personally like I like Bracken Hollow. I know it's well to be tuned, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think that's going to be really, really the main storyline in my opinion when it comes to season two is yeah. what is the tuning on these dungeons uh because we saw it with season one the tuning was all over the board uh yeah. i mean you had you had shadow moon barrier ground which was easy easy the entire season the easiest key out there uh and then you yeah. had ruby life pools which was so hard just i mean yeah no that was literally absolute oh, hell nice. to go through that dungeon uh, yeah, that that was one of the worstly tuned dungeons, and I don't think it's gotten much better. Yeah. Um, like I know a lot of people complain about Azure Vaults, but Azure Vault was fine until you get to the higher keys. On the higher keys, I think it was poorly tuned. It scale it yeah. scaled badly. I guess is the main issue with Azure Vaults. It scaled badly. Ruby Life Pulls doesn't matter what level you do that dungeon on. It's a nightmare. It's terrible. Um, yeah. You could do it on a five, and it would be terrible. Uh, yeah, no, Ruby Life Pulls is the hardest dungeon in there, and the tuning, I, I still don't think they really ever got the tuning done well in there. Um, I think it's still a very tough dungeon. Um, but I think, I think the issue wasn't even so much that it was tough. It was the fact that it was so tough, the difficulty was up here, and then you got Shadow and Bear Grounds way down here. There was such a discrepancy yeah, um, between yeah. the dungeons, man. That, that was the biggest issue, I think, is is such a difference between the top level and the bottom level. Uh, yeah. And that's, I think, what I really would prefer they avoid for this season. But I don't know. We'll see. 
yeah. week week one will probably uh, be very interesting. Um, yeah. Also, so, no seasonal affix. That'll be new. Oh, it's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that. that, yeah. That'll be. I mean, I'm, I I'm think. I, that. Yeah, I think I like it too. Um, because it kind of yeah, it kind of takes away some of the pressure. Because I yeah. know for me. And it's just a me thing. Um, as a tank, yeah, I'll tell you what, I get I get to those level the first part of the season, I'll run eights, nines, no problem. And I'm always nervous to take that first step into a ten because of that seasonal affix. So I think right. it's kind of nice on for me personally, because yeah. I already know every single affix we're gonna have to deal with. I don't have to yeah. learn something new. So I'm okay with it for myself. I don't know if it's that's necessarily a good idea from a Blizzard standpoint. I don't know if it's good to do this, uh, but um, I also know that the Thundering Affix was not not well received. I personally don't think it was that bad. I just felt like it was kind of a a and we talked about this last week where it's kind of an affix where you were punished for doing the mechanic correctly. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of never a great thing. Um, you should have yeah, gotten rewarded should. for it. Yeah. yeah. Ra- rather than if you do it correctly, you lose the buff. It should be you get the buff once you do you it correctly. It. Well, I feel like we could we could have done as well is like you have positive and negatives, and you ride to each other, and you as soon as you touch someone else, you get a ten percent buff. So right. like you can get your your tank and healer can go together, or you know, your tank and DPS, your other DPS can hit each other, and they get the damage increase. And that fourth or the fifth person just doesn't get anything. I, I don't know. I just, yeah. I just thought. Well, I mean, it yeah. Made, it could have made it better. Yeah, very similar to what you said. Like, the way it works now is uh, you get the buff, you run into each other, boom, you lose the buff. I think yeah. it should have been you get a debuff, and then as soon, you know, not, not necessarily get anything, but you have, you have the, you know, the positive and the negative debuff. Yeah. As soon as you combine, then you get the, buff, get the buff for 10 yeah. seconds. Do yeah. the mechanic correctly... And then you get rewarded get reward. instead yeah. of instead of you get somebody that wants to do it right away. Yep, that's all. And <laughs> it punishes everybody. And and I get yeah. what they were going for. They were going for more of a strategist type thing yeah. where okay, time it right and wait till the last second and do it and take the risk versus reward. But that's not. I don't think that's the right approach for a, a seasonal affix. Um, yeah. Seasonal affixes, in my opinion, should be more of a reward for doing a mechanic instead of a punishment um but i again i'm okay personally i'm perfectly fine with not having a seasonal affix it makes it it takes the stress out of it a little bit for me makes me more i'll be jumping into tens probably faster than i normally do um just because the only difference is damage increase that's it um so yeah no i'm I'm happy with that another change that uh we have uh, with the seasonal affix, or the season, the new season, is uh, this was just announced, I think, earlier today, maybe, is when I saw this. Um, they are increasing the item level reward for season two for the lower levels. So, like, the first 10, 11 levels, it looks like. Uh, so, like, your, your weekly reward for the Great Vault uh, for a level two and three, it's about seven item levels higher than it was for season one. Uh, for a four, it's about ten item levels higher than it was for season one. And this is not like direct, like oh, it's it was three eighty five in season one, now it's three ninety five. This is like the equivalent. Yeah. So what you would what it 
So if you know it's a four fifteen for for level two in season one, that was like a, a three eighty two. Um, so now it's four fifteen. Whereas if they were keeping it the same, it would have been like a four oh eight. Uh, yeah. So you know, at level four, it's ten item levels higher. Level five is six. Uh, level six is nine item levels higher. Level seven, six item levels higher. Eight, nine, and ten are seven. Uh, Eleven and twelve are three item levels higher. Thirteen is the same, um, and then a fourteen is three levels higher. higher item levels higher. So nice. Yeah, and then a uh, fifteen through twenty are the same essentially as what they were. But uh, looks like so for a level twenty, end of the week reward is going to be four forty seven. So that tells me mythic level gear, that high end gear you're talking between a four forty. 443 to like a 450 is probably probably 450 is probably that the top item level um that we're going to be seeing yeah. other than from yeah. like the ultra rare items you know yeah I, I would guess that final raid bosses uh like the final mythic raid boss probably gonna be dropping five or 450 gear so just kind of right. get an idea uh end of the dungeon item level hasn't really changed it looks like it's you know same scale rate as it yeah. was but uh yeah 431 for 19s and 20s for end of dungeon 15 is gonna be 424 tens are 415 fives and sixes are 408 so so i it's kind of popped in my head now i know this is not how it works but i kind of do, well, i don't even know if it worked very well but the thought literally just came to my head i thought maybe instead of having a chest at the end of a mythic dungeon have loot on each boss I don't know if that's good or not. Actually, no. Because people get the loot and leave. Yeah, um, yeah, that would be that would be the issue. Plus, the loot is also determined based off the timing and such. True, true. Um, well, honestly, so so here's a thought. What if, what if, your loot was not based off do this dungeon and maybe you get loot at the end of the dungeon? What if it was? You do currency? No, no, no. What if you do two dungeons? Because like right now it's two, four, and eight for uh, your weekly chest, right? So what if yeah. you do? Because because for raid you have what eight bosses. So let's say you have you have eight chances to get loot. So what yeah. if for mythic plus, and, and this would also allow them, I think, to maybe increase it or make it make it so it's not so much like oh, we don't want you farming Mythic Plus for gear, so we have to keep the gear low. What if you do your first two dungeons, when you complete the second dungeon, you're guaranteed a piece of loot. And then when you complete that fourth dungeon, you're guaranteed a piece of loot. And then you complete yeah. your eighth dungeon, you're guaranteed a piece of loot. And then you get your weekly. So you get four pieces of loot for for doing eight Mythic Pluses for the week. Yeah. What do you think about that? I don't know. That, that's kind of popped in my head there. Probably a bit better than what I thought of, to be honest. I just, like, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be cool to have more options of getting loot, but then the whole timing would have no purpose in, and people get their loot and wouldn't care at the time because it's, it's useless at that point, so they just get their, their gear and leave. That's what that's the issue with the one I said, but I think yours is better than mine, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking, because, like, I, I think, to me, the biggest issue with Mythic Plus is, one, the end of dungeon loot is kind of meh. Um... But I feel like also the other issue is 
you can run 10 dungeons and not get a single piece of loot sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've all seen it happen. You've had it happen to you. I've had it happen to me. It happens from time to time where people just get that incredibly bad luck. So if you had a stopgap in there where instead you don't get loot at the end of the dungeon, um, and you instead you get loot for your second dungeon, your fourth dungeon, your eighth dungeon, and then your end of week. And you could make your second and fourth one and eighth one, whatever. It doesn't have to be like the same item level as the end of the week one. It can be a lower item level, like your end of dungeon type level, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think that would also allow Blizzard to stop taking the approach of what do we have to do to keep people from just farming Mythic Plus for loot? You know, because yeah. I, I know that's one thing they always have in mind for World Race for World First. They don't want people farming Mythic Plus for loot. Well, if you if you if you put a cap as to how much loot you can get from Mythic Plus for the week, then I don't know. Maybe that maybe that fixes that. Now, yeah, the con of that idea is fresh character. That you just, you know, you could be halfway through the season, fresh tune you just made. You're kind of losing any ability to catch up gear through Mythic Plus. Right. Um, so I don't know if maybe that's something where... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's something where it's like higher key levels. Maybe you do that for or something. And like anything below... I mean, maybe you could make it where you're fifth, it, it does that for like plus 15s and higher. So like yeah. if you you know and, and anything below a plus fifteen you can farm it over and over I don't know, um, yeah, yeah I don't know just a thought, yeah yeah, um, so the other thing left to have on the notes is when is it coming? We already kind of covered it though. Right. Uh, we're thinking late April, early May possibly. Yeah, I'm thinking. I, I'm going to say either the second or third Tuesday in May. Because uh, I think I think the first, like May 1st, I think is a Tuesday or a Monday. Right. Let me double check here. Yeah, so May 2nd is the first Tuesday. So I'm thinking either May 9th or May 16th. That's my guess. May 9th or May 16th. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, my only reasoning for thinking that is if you go a week later than those two, then that is technically summer, and they said it would be in the spring. That's my only reasoning on there. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, but no, I, I think I think probably early May is when we see it. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry, I get distracted there. Sorry, uh, so you got anything else? else, or you want to go into weekend? Uh, wow. Let's go to our Week in WoW. And for All you, right. it's Week in Elden Ring. So go ahead and catch up on your Elden Ring. Alright, yeah, I've been uh, doing a lot in Elden Ring. Uh, last Saturday night, had a nice big stream. A couple buddies hanging out in the stream, watching and stuff, while I took on what is widely known as the most difficult boss, boss in Elden Ring, Miss Melania Blade of Michaela, who has never tasted defeat. And uh, <laughs> she tasted defeat. It took two and a half hours and 44 attempts, but or 42 attempts, but we got it down. Uh, nice. The very first attempt went something like this. Walk in. Oh, there's the boss. Okay, let's see. Boom, boom, dead. Just, I literally died in about three seconds flat in the very first attempt. 
Um, I did not get a single hit in. She just came in and absolutely wrecked me. Uh, but yeah, no, she was a very fun fight. I have to say, it was difficult, but it was a very, very fun fight. Um, yeah. I think my third attempt, I got it to the second phase of the fight very, very easily. And just that alone made it feel like, okay, I could get her down at any moment. Um, so it didn't yeah. feel like a boss. It didn't feel like something where, like, like when I first faced the Crucible Knight, and part of it was because I was still learning the game. When I faced the Crucible Knight, the first 30 pulls and attempts on him, I don't think I got him more than 20% of his health down. Like, it just right. felt like it was an impossible task, and that made it frustrating. With yeah. her, it felt like I can get her down easily. I just have to flawlessly execute the first phase. <laughs> and, and but no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, much thanks to the guys that were hanging out for that one. It was a lot of fun. They were helping me keep track of the counts and whatnot. Uh, no, other than that, uh, I've been playing a little bit of the Elden Ring. Uh, we got through all of the uh, burning of the tree and through the next zone. All I have left is I got one more dungeon I need to do and then the final zone and then that'll be it, uh, which I will be doing later tonight probably. Um, cool. And then other than that, took the uh, like I said earlier, took the kiddo to the museum, to the museum for the Minecraft exhibit. And he and I, I got, I got his computer working finally. So uh, nice. we've been playing Minecraft together on there and been having a blast doing that. Um, but as far as my plans for a while, uh, after I finish Elden Ring tonight, uh, tomorrow I will definitely be diving in. Um, you and I will be heading to the Forbidden Reach and checking out that zone, and then probably running a couple keys. Yeah. Excuse me, tomorrow evening and such. Uh, we'll see exactly what how that goes, but yeah, we'll probably run some keys tomorrow night and uh, shake some of the rust off my Demon Hunter, get him back and moving. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure I'll play some Minecraft Kiddo tomorrow at some point as well. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that's kind of been my week. And uh, I know here in, I think, three, basically three weeks from tonight, I think it is. Three or two. Let me let me double check. Three weeks or two for weeks. What? Uh, that's not what I'm looking for. That's the clock. Here's the calendar. Uh, three weeks from tonight. Wait, nope. That's the wrong month. Oh, it's somebody speedrun? Yes, two weeks from tonight. Two weeks Whoa. from tonight, uh, I am going to be doing another my my first speedrun attempt of Dragonflight. So we will see. Long I know the the last that I have seen, um, uh, Halgren got a time of like six hours and fifty eight minutes. So that is going to be the time we're going to be trying to beat. I do not expect to beat it this attempt because it's my first attempt for the expansion. Um, yeah. But that's going to be the goal, and that's ultimately, obviously, the goal is to get under that 6 hours and 58 minutes. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm not sure if I'll get it, because I think, I think that I need to switch to using a monk. Um, I, think the, oh, uh, really? I, think, I think a monk is going to be the better option. I just think the Demon Hunter starting zone... Um, I'm, I'm still going to test it. I'm going to do a Demon Hunter for this run. Um, but I think that ultimately the monk is going to be end up being faster because I think the demon hunter starting zone. There's nothing really you can do to shorten that time on the demon hunter starting zone, and I do think it takes too long for speedruns now, um, especially with the way all the scaling is. But we'll see. It depends. You know, if I can hit like level thirty by the time I'm done. Normally I'm like level twenty-two. If I can hit level thirty or something, then maybe it's worth it. Uh, but that's why we're going to run yeah. the demon hunter this time. 
test it out and then we'll see I'll, I'll look at the results and kind of analyze it a bit and see yep. and then probably the next run will be on a monk um but i'll have to also get used to the monk and figure out defensively uh i need to get better at surviving on the monk because that seems to be my main issue with a with a windwalker monk it's just uh when i was leveling up in dragonflight i was just dying too easily uh, so i gotta yeah. get better I gotta get better at a monk before I can really make it competitive in speedrunning. Um, yeah. And part of that's just experience. Like, that's why I run the Demon Hunter, because I know the Demon Hunter well. Uh, it's nearly impossible for me to get killed as a Demon Hunter unless I just make a mistake. Um, but I know it so well, it's it's really easy for me to run the Demon Hunter. But I do think that Windmocker Monk is probably the better route for uh, speedrunning and Dragonflight. So right. we're going to be practicing that and getting better at it. And uh, well, what about you? What about you for your week in WoW? Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I played just about every tune I have. And I was looking at tier set bonuses and stuff like that. And I was kind of... I was at a point where I wanted to pick a class to do PvP with. But how I'm turned off of PvP I am right now, I'm kind of going off of classes that seem the most fun for me to plus. Um, so I made a, made a list, went through some narrowing it down and trying to narrow down to a caster and a melee and to just at least start off on it. I know, I know I'll end up playing more, but I want to have like a first couple mains that I can go back to, kind of like how I had my evoker right. for season one, for season one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of, I, so I'm still deciding, but I think... I've narrowed it down to a couple few that I've done this week. I think I got one more class I forgot to look into when we didn't we didn't talk about it was I'm going to look into Enhanced Shaman. Mm -hmm. So we'll see that, but I'm kind of leaning towards a Druid and a Demon Hunter possibly, just for sheer fun. Right. Um. So yeah, this is my week is slow narrowing down, testing a lot of stuff, having fun, uh, messing with specs that I've really played before. But yeah, so that's all I've done in a while. I'm uh, looking forward to going to the new zone soon. Nice, nice. Yeah, yep. that's it. Well, I'm glad that you spent the week testing down and narrowing down your classes to one or two classes that you'll play for the first two weeks and then play 20 other classes. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> but uh, now nah, it'll be, uh, you said, I, I think after tonight, I'll be jumping right back into WoW and pushing again and getting right back on that horse and uh, yeah. getting ready for season one. I definitely want to play my uh, brewmaster monk and oh, keep testing out. Cause I, I, it was, it was a lot of fun. It's a very, very different than the tanking the style that I'm used to. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It has an interesting rotation, interesting stuff on it. So we'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's about it for me. I think. Yeah. So uh, you got yeah, anything no. else to add? Nope. Uh, no, yeah, I, I I did start streaming again a little bit. So yep, yep, yep. Probably be streaming some tonight as well. So we'll awesome, see. awesome. That'll be yep. fun to see. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I think that about covers it. So uh, until next time. Um, oh, I guess I should uh, say uh, up top are Where's, my socials. Yep. yep. So I got uh, at Twitch dot tv slash buckblind youtube is buckblind the demon hunter 
Twitter is at BuckbindDH. And Bio, what are yours? Got uh, Twitch and YouTube, both 2Q underscore Bioshock. There we go. All right. So those are our socials. Feel free to check us out. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Uh, of course, this video will be up on my YouTube channel, Buckbind Demon Hunter. So give it a like, subscribe, whatever, if you want to watch more podcasts feedback. we've got. Yes, absolutely. Drop some whatever feedback you want in the comments. Let us know what you think. You know, what what, what are your favorite tier sets? What are your appearances? You, what are your thoughts on the bonuses? What not? Um, yeah. You know, if you play a Rep Pally, are you happy with it right now? Or are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, drop, give us some comments, whatever you want. Uh, and, you know, we'll be happy to respond. Um, yeah, thank you all for watching. And hope everyone has a great week. And we will see you next time. See ya.